0: Space, a complete feeling of space and nothingness. Nothingness. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Astrolushes. This is our third episode. We're coming at you on a full moon in Libra tonight. This
1: is Lisa. And this is Andy. Welcome back, everyone. We're happy to be here again.
0: We wanted to tell you that we love you and uh, we appreciate you. Thank you so much for listening. Just pouring some Apothic Red. Indeed, our Apothic. Our favorite wine to get. Lush.
1: (laughs) Speaking of lush, I feel like...
0: We have a few things to say. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, let's, let's start with what we're going to talk about today first before we launch into that. Um, okay. So. Our major theme for today is the big three. So yes. your sun sign, your rising sign, your moon sign is something that we're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'll say at length, but not at too much length. Um, because we're, we, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cheers to that. Cheers. We're going to
0: be talking about practical ways of applying that information as well. We're also going to take a look at some of our Twitter followers' reactions to our latest question about their big three. Mm -hmm. And what else are we going to be talking about? Talking
1: about stuff we're enjoying in pop culture because Mm -hmm. we love tying in astrology to pop culture. It just adds such a layer of enjoyment and understanding of things. Exactly. Um, And we'll do our, our usual celebrity guessing game. Um, we'll do our Rihanna lyric as um, analyzed through the the <laughs> lens of astrology very professional
0: today 's Rihanna lyric is my very personal favorite oh nice yeah
1: um, yeah I, mean, I think that 's what we 've got planned for you guys yes yeah. So this is our third episode. We're we're finding our feet. We're finding our balance. We feel like I'm maybe sure are. Our second episode was a little more lush than Astro than we would have preferred. <laughs> it was definitely more lush than Astro.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's the best way of putting
1: it. We the apothec flowed a little too much on the last one and we got a little rambly and we, we recognize that. So we're we uh, are drinking a normal amount this time, yes. and we're, we're finding our balance, so if you like the first one, you like the second one, stick with us, it's only going to get better from here on out.
0: Exactly. It's only going to get better. The last time we talked about airy season, we do urge you to go back and listen to that episode, and this time we're sticking to something a little bit more foundational. We'll get into the heavy-hitting topics a little bit later on, but for today, we're going to stick with sun, moon, rising, mm-hmm. um, all the goods that you want to know, and... As always, if you ever have any questions, please tweet us. Um, we always want to hear what you have to say about our episodes or anything else.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And feel free to rate the episode, too. People have been kind enough without us saying anything to go in and you know, rate us on the five-star system, and that's helpful. It gives us feedback to let us know that you're enjoying what we're doing or that you're not enjoying what we're doing.
0: Totally. Um,
1: so give us feedback. We're always open to it, and we're on Twitter as Astrolushes, and soon we'll be elsewhere. Yeah, we're going to be making an Instagram
0: page soon, so you can troll us on there. <laughs> Woo! Yay! <laughs>
1: um,
0: All right.
1: Sun, moon, rising, right? Yes, So let's talk about this. Like, shit. if your entire natal chart, right, is sort of a toolbox to understand, like, what you're given in this life, um, yeah. or at least that's one way of looking at it, your sun, moon, and rising are, like, your heavy hitters. They're mm-hmm. the tools that you go back to time and time again that you use on a daily basis so your big three mm-hmm. so if you don't know
0: anything else about your sign your chart you're gonna want to know your big three it's really the most those are the three things that you can use to really understand yourself and understand
1: other people as well and there's some really easy apps that you can go onto to to find that information my favorite is time passages mm. um, you know it's just an app for your phone you plug in your all you need to know for your chart is uh, the day you were born uh, the time of day you were born and the city in the world in which you were born exactly. and you can and it'll do the calculations and all that really tough math for you um, and you can find out your entire chart but your big three is meaningful and why why would we say it's meaningful Lisa why do we say that well I mean I, I think it's meaningful
0: because it gives you a really even keeled snapshot of who you are it looks at your inner world which is your moon Uh, It looks at how you see the world or how how you confront the world, how you are and generally behave in the world, which is your sun, which is the sign that you most often refer to yourself as. Mm -hmm. And it looks at the way that others see you. So the way that you see yourself and the way that you feel internally and the way that people see you from the outside, maybe upon meeting you, are probably all going to be quite different. Like, I'm a Scorpio and I'm super intense and I feel super intense. But my moon sign and my rising sign do show different sides of me that I think mm-hmm. other people see, either when they're super close to me or yep. when they don't know me at all.
1: And it's also like, um, so your sun sign is like the biggest one. It's the biggest planet in the solar system. Yeah. So your sun sign is going to have the largest effect on you.
0: It's very dominant.
1: The moon transits every day, you know, or like every other day. or I, It transits really often. <laughs> it's, it's really
0: often. Woo!
1: math Math we don't don't do math
0: we're two poets (laughs)
1: um but where the moon was in that day that you were born affects sort of like you know like when people caught when people talk about the dark side of the moon your moon sign is sort of the dark side of your sun sign it's sort of like the interior world that doesn't always show itself but that you're constantly feeling below the surface so it sort of handles like your really personal feelings and your really intimate side and Maybe the side of you that only shows when you're like an extremely trusted company and can be like your truest self and be like, I've never been able to tell anyone about this feeling, but here's where it is. Your moon sign influences that.
0: Yeah, exactly. And your rising is the opposite. Yeah, your rising is how you present to the world, which is almost like a mask that you wear, a performance that you put on. Although it's authentic, it's still a face that you wear to the outside world. And it's kind of, maybe it's who you want to be perceived as. Including who you are perceived as, just by chance, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily the full truth. Yep. Yeah. It's a partial truth. And it's performative. Yeah.
1: Like it's, when you put your best foot forward, usually your rising sign is coming out to shine. It's
0: like being the good, not super drunk person at the party that like says all the right things and doesn't vomit on the floor. <laughs> That's, Who's that? That's the moon sign, in my opinion. <laughs> it's like, oh, God, she just came over and cried
1: all night. It's like, sorry, I have a moon in Cancer. That's, mm-hmm. that's what's up. Indeed. And you do have a moon in Cancer. I do, So you're big three. So Lisa's sun is in Scorpio, her moon is in Cancer, and her rising is Capricorn.
0: That's true. So to go over what we just chatted about, my sun being in Scorpio is the most dominant, most, um, you know, the most... Obvious part of who I am and that's Scorpio. So I am very much a textbook Scorpio Pretty intense possessive, maybe a tad bit jealous here and there (laughs) um, very sexual very loyal very um, Very all the Scorpio things that you hear from memes and and uh, cliches, but then my moon is cancer so like we went over um, it's my more inner world it's very the cancer is is very emotional and and intuitive and interested in home um, it's got a whole bunch more to it but that's me when you really get to know me as I'm a lot less stingy and intense than the Scorpio might might seem and then my rising is my Capricorn I work hard I'm on top of my shit most of the time. Mm-hmm.
1: Publishing like crazy.
0: Yeah, I just I I I'm pretty like put together when you meet me. You would never really know how intense and crazy I am, but you know, then if you're Andy in my life, you see my my moon come out a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so Andy, tell us about your big three big and three. contextualize it. Mm-hmm.
1: So my son is in Cancer, um, and I've always felt pretty connected to that, to like the intense emotional aspect of Cancer, the mood swings that come with Cancer um the need for security and the importance of home without being like the stereotypical home body. I, right. I just need I can make wherever home, but you need
0: a found it. You need yeah. yeah, you need something that feels real.
1: Um so my cancer sun really does make sense for me and mm. uh always has. But my moon sign, uh so my emotional world is in Pisces, which is yet another water sign, which is yet another <laughs> extremely sensitive sign. So it's kind of like a double whammy. <laughs> I have so many feelings. I have so So many. You do have many feelings. So many feelings. Um, And I think what helps me with that is my rising in Sagittarius. Um, So the Sagittarius being like the philosopher and the world traveler and the devil's advocate and the like, good luck, good time person that you want around. Um, It's a wanderluster. It's an adventure. Yes. And they can talk to anybody. They can strike up a conversation with anyone and you feel... You feel the joy of the moment in a Sagittarian's company, mm. and um, I, I definitely, like, when I'm on my best behavior <laughs> and I'm not feeling completely introverted, the side of me that comes out is that rising Sag. I love that. Yeah, and I'm grateful for it. I'm grateful for, like, the fire lighting up my very watery chart.
0: It's interesting because you and I both have two very, well, We're both we both have water placements, Sun mm-hmm. and Moon. Scorpio, Cancer and then Cancer Pisces. And then we both have two I mean Capricorn can get a a bad rep sometimes, but I feel like both of those rising signs of ours are quite charming. Mm-hmm. They are known for kind of doing what they want and making it happen. Yeah. yeah. And that's a nice a nice balance. And that's why it's so important for you to understand your Big Three is because I think it's easy for you to just say, "Oh, I'm a Virgo. Oh, I'm an Aquarius," and like that's just not
1: the full picture. And even though the Big Three isn't Mm -hmm. the full picture either, it's a much bigger picture. It's a much bigger picture. It's a much larger part of who you are. And I'm every time I meet someone who's like, I don't understand. I don't feel like my sun sign. I look up their chart for them. Yeah, exactly. And guaranteed, like when they when I talk to them about their moon or their rising, they're like, Like, "Oh, yeah." It just gives you more of a nuanced blend of like the person that you are because people are not one layered. People are shadowy
0: and people do have a present, present, what's, a presenting, a presenting self versus, you know, a hidden self. And I feel like it's really important to honor that because... We all walk into a room in different situations and our self change. Mm-hmm. Ourselves change. Mm-hmm. I walk into a room as a Scorpio in some settings and have to adapt
1: it because it just doesn't feel right in that mm-hmm. way. So I guess I should also explain too, like the rising sign in a natal chart comes from the idea that like at the time of day, in the place in the world that you were born on that day, all of the planets were aligned in a specific place, right? right. And so the moon changes really often. So the moon is like from that day, you're um the, the actual date in the year is your, in the calendar year is your sun sign, but your rising sign, like the rising changes for like every hour of the day. So exactly. it really matters like what time of day you were born. Um, because it literally is
0: where the sign, wa- the, which sign was on the zodiac at the very time of your, uh, on the, I'm sorry, which sign was on the horizon at the very time of your birth. Exactly, Which is a really beautiful and poetic concept. Yeah. Yeah. It was just, like, hovering in the in the cosmos, just being beautiful.
1: And I like just everybody having their chart gives them this sort of roadmap that's specifically for them, you know? Even yeah. if you, like, find that you have things in common with people, like, no one has your... Right. You know? Like, or, or very, few, very people, few people. Very few people. Very few people Especially do. the entire chart. I yeah. mean, yeah. Very, very few f- people are going to have your entire chart. But the big three... Um, uh i feel like it helps flesh out the reductiveness that can come from mm-hmm. sun signs mm-hmm. um and so sometimes like i follow like a lot of astrology meme instagram accounts and some of them are good some of them i think are trash why do you think so many are trash because i think they're just like they're treating the sun signs like cartoons right and they're picking up on like one or two qualities that are sort of it. known and, like, just, like, hammering that point into the ground. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is why people are annoyed by astrology. Like, sometimes it can make for a great joke. And sometimes I feel completely called out by those memes. And I, like, send them to my friends. But most of the time I, like, roll my eyes and move on. Yeah. You know? Who do you think gets it worse in the meme world? I think, personally,
0: I'm going to say, like, Scorpio memes are pretty reductive. But Everybody feels their own sign is reductive. But they're mostly accurate. Like I won't lie, they're mostly accurate. I do think Scorpio. I mean, Cancers and Virgos get hit pretty fucking hard.
1: Cancers and Virgos get the raw end of the deal. The real raw end. It's always just like <laughs> Cancers are just like sensitive babies, and, and Virgo
0: like it's only
1: spreadsheets. It's spreadsheets and like order and order and order. Yeah. And I'm like, Virgos are incredibly affectionate, and there's yeah. so there's so much more to their they're, personality. They're, they're great friends. And also like the, the 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 whole making fun of them for being critical is it's such bullshit because a Virgo turns that that's it's they're so self-critical. That's mm. a thing that they look for other situations to fix to like deflect a moment of that energy off of themselves. It's like there's so much more there's right. so much more than spreadsheets to virgos and there's so much more than like sensitive mommy feelings and needing to be cozy. Yeah.
0: There's so cancer. much more, and that's exactly why we say you should understand your big three. Mm-hmm. Now that if we probably drove that point home so fucking into hard. the ground, but you know we're trying to find our balance. Like we said, we we decided last episode we we don't really remember anything we said. I we're, remember the first half. It, like that conversation <laughs> went sideways. It conversation went, went sideways. It went upside down. It went <laughs> it went somewhere that wasn't here. Yeah. Um. But we were trying to stay a little bit more on track, and that's another thing, listeners, is let us know like what you like. Do you like when we're just like going on crazy tangents because we're good at that. Yeah. We um, can riff all night. But if you want us to, like, you know, have a... have a a spreadsheet, if you will, we can turn
1: this into a Virgo fucking free-for-all. Well, I'll use your Capricorn <laughs> for that because I have none of those skills. But yeah. going back to the big three, yeah. I will say... Um, so we can, I can really only use the example of the moon in this one, but for, like, you know, all the planets, you have your signs and you also have these houses, which we'll get into in a second. But... Um, the, like every planet is is uh, representative of a certain sign or multiple signs and is more compatible with certain signs so the moon itself rules cancer so for example and i'm not using lisa right away but like if your moon is in cancer the, the sign that it rules you're going to feel that it's in alignment mm-hmm. um it just it's like a positive uh association if your moon is in, like, something like Virgo, it's going to have a harder time. It's a, it's you're going to have a harder it's, time it's dealing a little with your emotions. Bit,
0: yeah, it's a little bit more, like, because the moon is naturally so emotional and mm-hmm. fluid, and so
1: is Cancer. So if your moon is in Aquarius, you're going to have a harder time, like, delving into your inner world, you know? Right. Um, because Aquarius are typically... They're detached. B- they're, they're
0: detached. They're far, they're floating in space, they're... They're not willing to get as grounded as the moon wants it
1: to be mm-hmm. to really mm-hmm. get into those depths. And uh, Aquarians are wonderful for right. that. Like that, they're, they're a fantastic sign because they're like so <laughs> – I feel like they're more evolved.
0: <laughs> they are. They're just willing to let go. They're... And like what is, is it's like a meditation state where you're just like
1: I see the mm-hmm. problem
0: rolling down the river and yet I let
1: it go. Yeah. Sagittarius and, and Aquarius both I think – have this like really great detached nature where they can see things outside of what they are, whereas like the water signs, for example, are just like so far inside of it they 're just so like deep. like let me take every single issue and dive to the very bottom of it and then wallow at the bottom all by myself you know, it's, <sighs> anyway
0: we we actually had brunch with a friend last weekend, and he 's an Aquarius, and obviously Andy and I being water signs. Um, and if you listen to our last episode, we went over those elements, the water, air, fire, and why am I always... And earth. Thank you. <laughs> I can never pull it together. <laughs> um, we were talking about, he was like, how the fuck do you stay in your feelings? Like, I am just, I'm just not there. And we were like, oh boy, we can... How do you get out of them? <laughs> how, what does it mean to not have yeah. that constantly? Yeah. Um, so
1: we're, we're, we have some very deep feeling big threes. Very much um, so, but I do feel like our risings like really yeah. help us crawl out of that and have like any sort of world perspective. So
0: that brings me actually to my next question for you, which is, how would a person apply this practically in their life? How do you apply it? Like mm-hmm. when? Why would you even need this knowledge?
1: I guess when I think of like how my big three in my chart, first of all, I think about it every single day, all the time. But if I was thinking about like practical areas in which they might come up, I think of like tinder has taught me more about my big three than anything else like a first date you will show you will you will figure out your big three you are so, like wearing that mask card you are so like you have your your sun sign is like how you're reacting to everything who you are attracted to in the first place why you're there you know all of that is there but your rising sign is there to like present present yourself in our
0: cases thank god
1: yeah and then your moon so you like your rising sign will be the one like keeping up with the conversation um like back and forth showing like what the sides of yourself that you want to be seen right Your moon sign is like the voice in the back of your head the entire time going like, could you have babies with this person? Could you possibly marry this person? (laughs) Are they going to leave me? (laughs) You know, or like whatever your interior thoughts might be. But it's it's that voice back there going like, is that a red flag? That feels like a red flag. Yeah. You know, that's not a red flag. That's sexy. That makes me want to fuck this person. That makes me want to run away screaming. Right. But that quiet voice that's like playing out the entire thing as it's happening is your moon sign. Right. Your rising sign is the one that's like... Should we get another round? Yeah. Here's more awards that I won. Here's all the
0: great things about myself. Yes. Which, like, probably won't ever come up again because you yeah. see all the bad shit. So maybe, <laughs>
1: like, so first date, I feel like your big three definitely comes out to play. Your job interview. Mm. Job interview. Definitely. You need, you, like, need to rely on. Yes. Yeah. Um, your big three comes out in, like. Social situations. I was just going to say, like, a party. Like a birthday party. Yep. So like any social situation where there's more than a few people gathered in a room, immediately go. Your to big work. three is like at work.
0: Like, oh my! God. I just like want to go into my cancer shell and just disappear forever. Mm-hmm. But my, sometimes I have to pull out the Capricorn. Yeah, the Scorpio's there too, but Scorpio mostly just wants to kill everyone and just. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, eat them up or, like, take someone to the corner and be like, tell me all your deepest
1: secrets. My Cancer and Pisces are going, why is everything so shallow? I want to have deep conversations. Right. So tell me what scares you. Tell me your biggest, deepest, darkest secret. Yeah, just like, like, what matters to you? What do you dream about? Smoke. And then my sad rising, like, shots. <laughs> exactly. Like, <laughs> well, you know, did you see that article last week? <laughs> let's talk about it right here and right now. My sad is like, <laughs> pounding shots and, like, twerking. <laughs> You know, against the better judgment of my... But my question for you is, often, often
0: do you find that your Pisces moon and my uh, Cancer moon crawls out to play in those situations when you get socially overwhelmed and you're just like, you know what,
1: I'm actually just going to sit in the corner and like maybe leave. Oh God, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. My Pisces moon slips me right out the door the second I'm feeling uncomfortable. If I don't feel comfortable enough like let my Mm. snatch... Rising play how do you unlock how how i mean for all of us how do we all unlock i don't know sometimes i try to unlock it by like getting to the heart of things and yeah. sometimes I'll, like somebody will start chatting with me and i'll just say like i'm really not i'm this is like this social situation is not my natural um habitat exactly and like tell me something meaningful like mm-hmm. what did you want to be when you grew up and how do you feel about what you've become and like i'm surprised constantly at the amount of people that who want to respond to that that's beautiful um, and so, like, I sometimes, like, just being my most authentic self and not being my performative self actually works in my favor.
0: I love it.
1: Um, and maybe, like, in that authentic moment,
0: you're able to kind of, like, pull all three together in this, like, beautiful equi-
1: equilibrium. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, just, I just love it. I that. feel that. I feel that. And I, f- I really feel the power of my big three. I absolutely do. Oh, my God. Me, too.
0: I feel like I can get a tattoo of them on my forehead. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I never will denounce this. Mm-hmm.
1: This will always, always be accurate for me. Um, um, so how do you apply? Because you have, um, I talked about like a more public thing, but do you have like a more um, intimate or personal example? Yes. So I tend with everything to like go toward the writing.
0: That's always been my home base, probably for you too and for a lot of our listeners out there. I know Absolutely. a lot of you are like writers and poets and this is primarily, I think, a writers and poets show, but we still welcome all. Um, one big way that I've been doing it, at least recently, is I've been uh, shadow journaling. I've been doing that for a long time, can but i Can you explain shadow journaling? Oh, yeah. So, shadow journaling is just... I mean, I think a lot of people might use this term, but I, I use it pretty often. to go To do a form of journaling that requires me to really get to the heart of things rather than just journal about my day or journal about my general feelings on the surface it's to get deeper here's the feeling why am i feeling it why am i why am i allowing myself to feel it what is at the very very core of what is going on instead of saying i don't like x y and z person it's why not and if if that is because maybe they like make me feel uneasy is it because i'm jealous of them is it because they like remind me of some family member that hurt me, like something that just requires me to go super deep. So shadow journaling is just writing really honestly, really vulnerably about the, the deep, 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 deep things that are hidden deep down within that kind of make you who you are. The things that we like don't want to admit in person before
1: you it's get like into like, journaling. <laughs> yeah, but okay. So before you get into it, astrologically speaking, do you have like a way that you, like, do you have like any ritual that you tap into to like get to that place? Because That's a I don't good know question if, because we're double waters. Like, I don't totally. know that everyone else can just like sit down with their journal right. and be like, I'm gonna get deep. Do you have a like a way yeah. to access that, or do is, or is it just like it just so comes naturally to
0: you. That's a very fair question, I love that you asked that. For me it comes pretty naturally, but it doesn't always come naturally. There's days when it's like, I know there's something brewing, but I had like a beautiful summer day and I was out dancing and drinking and the last thing I want to do is get deep and like go dark with those feelings because you're already feeling good. So. Sometimes I just like to get myself into a quiet space for about an hour, like light a few candles, put on some soft music, maybe take a bath, think about that ritual yep. cleansing yep. Yep. in terms of like everything is off me now, I'm literally bare. Um, <laughs> our little uh, our little luscious cat, his name is Lolo, is here
1: and he's being real cute. Lisa's little baby Lolo, <laughs> who is our, he's her witch familiar, he's like my baby, like nephew familiar. Definitely. You can't see him. We'll take some pictures, but he's being really sweet right now. He's like curled up in a little half moon with his paws over his eyes. He's a Cancer. He's a, he has we a, mentioned he, that already. He is a Cancer. You have a Cancer cat. I have a Pisces cat. Lots of water in our lives. This is
0: so wild. It's just so many
1: so many connections. So I have your moon sign Oh, is your cat, and my moon sign is my cat. <laughs> the witchiness. <laughs> How beautiful and perfect. Okay, okay. I'm so sorry. No, it's okay. So back to... Um, using your big three then, yeah. so like now you're in this place and yeah. you have like, I feel like you've probably tapped into your like subconscious a yeah. little bit more than like your active journaling self, which is writing toward a point or toward mm-hmm. a, to, a truth. toward a purpose. Yeah. Um, the shadow journaling is like you're you're just like letting it out. Yeah. So how does your big three come into play there? So or like what do you do with it?
0: Yeah. Sometimes I shadow journal from the perspective of my big three. So like shadow journaling as a Scorpio is pretty easy because it's like. One is the other. Yeah. It's like the Scorpio is already shadow journaling just by living. Scorpio is its own shadow. Exactly. And it's, yeah, it's it's just, it's pretty natural for me. But I, I shadow journal from the perspective of the moon, of cancer, sometimes when I want to get into my vulnerability and that space where I, I feel a little uh, more um, emotionally honest and raw. And then I shadow journal from my Capricorn perspective sometimes to be like here are the roadblocks. Um, you know, Capricorn is very much about work and process and making things
1: happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I'll, I'll shadow journal about my like blockages and like I what's not like working. The, the Capricorn. So like we all have our our negative tendencies, right? And like the Scorpios is like obsessiveness or like a sort of like emotional violence of like mm-hmm. cutting things off. Um, like the negative side of the emotional world of cancer who's like the mother of the zodiac is to be like emotionally manipulative or passive aggressive or wishy-washy or to be so defensive you can't mm-hmm. get into it i feel like the capricorn thing which is um the father of the zodiac and it's interesting that you're um, i know you have the mother and father in yeah. your big three and so the father capricorn negative thing is to like deal with things with like bitterness yeah they can be there's like a, so like the nastiness yeah and I, I love them for it yeah. i really do and it yeah it you know shows itself really well in a lot of artist work and there are so many great capricorn true. artists that's true but i wonder if like in shadow in doing shadow work with capricorn if that ever
0: oh my god it's all just like jealous of jealousy within very my industry yeah yeah um, it 's a numbers game almost it 's the it 's the things that the things that I want and that I need that I feel will make oh. me better, but in fact are actually things that are just ego based and to get to the root of that, I have to sort of eliminate the ego to actually feel valuable and worthy oh. um so capricorn is is a great way to like find yourself and find your passion and get to work and light that fire but it's also a welcoming and a permission to eliminate the ego and to find like what are your blockages that are preventing you from being your most authentic self mm-hmm. um but anyway
1: so i love that i love that thank you yeah no thank, I wanna, I thank wanna you. i want to i want a journal for my big three <laughs> shadow journal you should so on our twitter feed on our astroluscious twitter feed we asked everybody like what are your big three yes. and we got like I don't know, like 50 or 60 at least. I know. It was so fun. It was like a weekend and we were like, look at all you cuties. Yes. It was, it was like, it, it made us feel, um, I don't, what's the word I'm looking for? Like grateful for like people interacting and and just all the enthusiasm, all the enthusiasm and all the people that started like, who didn't even know each other were like commenting back and forth to, to each other. Community. It felt really it felt really steeped in community. Yeah. But we so thank you just, guys like, so much. Yeah, thank you. And keep keep it going. But we wanted to call out a few of them just to be like, well, what does it mean? Because there were a lot of people that came out like with like either a self analysis, like this makes me yeah. a terrible bancher, <laughs> like people who were like, I have no idea what this means, but here's what it says. Yeah. Um so let's like give yeah a couple let's let's look. start with let's talk first about triples. Oh, delicious. You know, is it, is it a stellium? Is it called a stellium or a trillium? Stellium, stellium. Yeah. When you have, so a stellium is anytime you have three signs in your chart that align and almost everybody has one, but it's pretty rare to have your big three. It's to it's, be the same. It's just wild. It's wild. It's wild. It's so wild. And the one stellium we got was from um, <gasps> bless their soul. What was her handle? It was it's like underscore uh, herbal underscore herbal therapy underscore herbal therapy was like all Scorpio, and I was like, oh my god, triple Scorpio, my friend. So okay, besides even talking about Scorpio and its yeah. intensities, having like all of your placements like that yeah, in what the does same that mean? sign. Is good and bad, right? Right. It means that you probably feel aligned with yourself at all times. You're real, really feeling yourself. Yeah. You're like, (laughs) of course I'm going to do this. Of course I'm going to act this way. Of course this is how I'm. Of course I said this at a party. I'm like so me. Yeah. Um, But it's also like it lacks the challenges of having other signs coming in to like balance you or or challenge you. Do you think it creates an inflexibility? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know. I think it's a harder placement. Yeah. No. It makes for, like, a really certain personality. It makes for, like, a really, um, like, solid person. Yeah. But within that, it's probably a bit immovable. And I just... Triple Scorpio, I'm sure you're, like, an absolutely lovely person. And I kind of just want to be your friend because Same. I love Scorpios so much. <laughs> and he does. I do. Scorpios are, like, my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely your your favorites. Um, cats and Scorpios.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I where can he go wrong?
1: Um, but, most people would disagree. Uh... I feel understood by both in very different ways. Um, but yeah. having a, like all of three of your signs, um, all three of your big three uh, being the same sign is <sighs> I mean, it's a challenge for you to be able to peel
0: open the parts of yourself and really look at what you're made of. Like
1: imagine not being able to play devil's advocate ever, right. Right. Like, imagine somebody's like presenting an argument and you're like, I can't even pretend to disagree. Right. Because this is what I.
0: Feeling like you have nothing to work on. Yeah. Almost. Feeling like you don't have an opposing attitude to something within yourself that you're
1: able to chisel at and like learn from. So there's there's also like an intensity in there that must feel difficult too. To feel so much of one thing influencing you all the time. I just. I'm right. Like. It. I mean. Jeez, power, power, yeah. fucking to you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, definitely want to be your friend. Definitely want you to be like a celebrity based upon your, your big three. But um, that's.
0: I think an even I think a triple Scorpio would send the Scorpio into hiding. <laughs> I would be like, oh god, I'm not the awful Scorpio anymore. I've got to um, go.
1: Okay, so who? Who do you call? Think? Somebody up from our like open up our app. Okay. Find somebody who responded to us. Let's talk about their big three. Okay, so. All right, I'm looking through the people.
0: Ah, uh, Erin Carr. Oh, Erin Carr. Erin is a great writer. She's an excellent writer. Um, What's coming Ask Erin is yeah, her column. Ask Erin on Ravishly, also coming out with a book called Strung Out, I think next spring sometime. Um, okay, Erin is a Scorpio Libra Libra.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's like a
0: really sexy mix. I know. I love both of those
1: signs. It's so a lot of beauty. Yes, a lot of appreciation of aesthetics. And... Mm-hmm. when I think of a Libra rising, I think of somebody who's probably really good at dressing, really good at doing their hair and makeup, yeah. like has a look. Like yeah. L-E-W-K look, like has it together. <laughs> <laughs> um what what do you think of when you think of a Libra moon?
0: Oh god, I think of a Libra moon as someone who is, I mean, that's a complicated one. Yeah. It's a complicated it They're one. They're not,
1: like, the moon is... A, They're not naturally cancer. trying to... The moon does not
0: rule... is no. ruled by
1: Venus. Yeah. So having the moon affect, like...
0: I think it probably makes it quite hard for them to
1: get real deep past that exterior. I think it's probably really hard to get deep, and I feel like it's really hard to... And I know that everybody talks about the indecisiveness of Libras, but having that in your emotional state in the moon... It must be hard. It's got to be hard. It's
0: got to be hard to, I think, reconcile some of those feelings and experiences and personal tragedies and, and your inner desires and wants, because you can almost... You can almost romanticize them rather than heal also them. Also,
1: like it might make you fall prey to what looks pretty but doesn't have much going on underneath.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you might become like a little bit myopic in terms of like, you know, seeing things for what they are rather than what they tr- mm-hmm.
1: or what they seem rather than what they truly. But are. But in the rising placement, in the rising placement, it's just like. Man, like the intensity and the like sexuality of a Scorpio, as you know, presented by the Libra glamour. Yeah, that's so cool. It's very intoxicating. Mm -hmm.
0: It kind of like it kind of dresses up the Scorpio even sexier. Yeah. Yes, I would say it's a it's a it's a it's a big three that requires you to really get down underneath the surface, Mm -hmm. still maintain that appreciation for aesthetic and. But like really, try and mm-hmm. discern what's authentic from maybe what's not. But that Scorpio Sun kind of I think probably keeps them pretty like rooted in what's real because the the Scorpio hates nothing more than the inauthentic.
1: Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um. All right. Okay. All right. Scroll, okay. Oh, Liv Mamone, who Liv is Mamone. another writer, a poet. We have a lot of writers responding. Yes. And, um, Says a lot about us. Okay, so Liv is a Leo sun, Taurus moon, and a Scorpio rising, which is like such, that's a really interesting mix. Yeah, that's So like that's that, that cool. Leo rising wants her to be like star of the show at all times, but her Taurus moon mm. must like settle her into like more stable ways of Thinking and being. Mm -hmm. But the Taurus also like they really love to collect those beautiful things around them too. So Mm -hmm. like even in in like the the private life of a of that Leo, like that celebrity guided Leo, like a Taurus moon is going to come at things um, in terms of like their concern with financial security, which I think like ties into the Leo rising really well. Yeah. Actually. Definitely. I mean, I think it's like, there's this need to
0: like have your grounds yeah. and your like space be just in like your exactly, house in order. Yeah, exactly what you need it
1: but to be. But I think, like, okay, so Liv is a performance poet, and I think having a Leo sun gets her up on stage, I think having a Scorpio rising makes people listen.
0: Exactly. It kind of shuts the crowd down. It, in it terms, prof- of It like, proves that
1: like a person isn't up there just to perform. A person has something to say. yeah scorpio rising is like scorpio rising is is fucking powerful yeah so fucking powerful it's so intense it's badass it is badass it's really perfect it's commanding yeah yeah leo sun scorpio rising for performance writer is like right dead on exactly that taurus moon though keeps shit in check even if it does want some like splendor (laughs)
0: exactly i mean yeah and i think that's i think having a little splendor is always a good thing
1: all right. Your turn.
0: Okay. Um, all right. Gabby Hurstick.
1: Oh, sure. Sure. Witchy Gabby. Author. Another Author- writer. Another, three another writers. Writer. We Got Three writers.
0: <laughs> also, Gabby. like,
1: 99% of our responders were women, so. Totally.
0: <laughs> Gabby's an Aquarius sun uh, with a Scorpio moon.
1: Damn girl. God bless
0: her. Like Beyonce. And a Libra rising. Libra rising. Yeah.
1: Okay, so we have two Libra risings on this yeah. list.
0: So, I mean, not to get personal about anything, but I do feel, um, in terms of Gabby in general in specific, and also in general for anyone who might be an Aquarius Sun, very interested in being a free thinker, free you know, person and being, doing what they feel is right, scribbling outside of the lines, yeah. embracing the eclectic. Um and that Libra rising I think is also so much beauty so yep. much like mm-hmm. love for aesthetic
1: um, knowing how to like show your best self knowing totally. like what works on you being bold enough to show it mm-hmm. and then that Scorpio moon which is, is, is you know
0: willing processing to go, like, things
1: processing things intensely yeah and privately which is the realm of Scorpio
0: which I fi- I find this particular one very interesting because Aquarius sun and Scorpio moon seem to be seriously at odds, and yet I find them to be, like, such a great pairing. Mm-hmm. Because I think both of those signs are unwilling to bend when it comes to bullshit. Yeah, Like, both of those
1: signs are like, I take... They have... They brook no idiocy. Nothing. They're just like, I don't, don't, have any don't come at me with this. anything less than... Yeah. Your most honest and best. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Even though they're at the
0: total ends of the spectrum, and the Aquarius being in air and Scorpio being in water, you know, they both... They both go in different directions almost to seek the same
1: things mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in a way. Um, but, yeah, that was fun, you guys. Please go. Keep, keep telling us. We'll keep responding as much as we can. We've had so many responses to us that we're trying to get back through all of them, but we love doing this. So we, we totally keep coming love at us, you We guys. love hearing what you guys are made of all right so like next portion like just like let's what are you into right now pop culture like what are you consuming what are you doing what are you what are you feeling well I mentioned this a little bit last
0: episode but I just finished the astrological grimoire we love Um, this book love it by She-Wolf and Gravesguard, which by the way are the coolest names in the world um, this book is actually subtitled "Timeless Horoscopes: Modern Rituals and Creative Altars for Self Discovery." Um, we'll share a little bit more about this book on our Instagram and our Twitter because, um, speaking, I, I guess for you too, mm-hmm. but I mean, just for myself, I really feel like this book gives you the astrology basics but it also shows you the birth chart it also shows you um and it also shows you how to use your chart in everyday ritualistic ways I which love it. if you know me i'm fucking obsessed with that idea it's, like,
1: it's it's by the calendar so it's like here's what to do Ritualistically to harness the power of Aries season. Here's what to do yeah. to harness the power of Taurus season. But like within all these different areas of your life that you might yes, need to feel empowered in,
0: right? Like you can open up. Say we open up the Cancer section.
1: Um, we it'll always give you open up to the Cancer section.
0: Always. It'll give you affirmations that you can use as a Cancer. Give you altar setting ideas, and it'll also give you timeless like horoscopes for you to reflect on during any phase of the moon, I'd plus love during times when you feel romance, change, reflection, compassion, action, fear, stagnation, suffering. Wow. So it, it's timeless. As it says, it really gives you like a bunch to dive into. Yep. Um, and I felt like the book was written accessibly, was written in like a loving and kind and compassionate voice. It was just enough information for any beginners to get into and deep enough for you to appreciate, even if you're like
1: someone who already knows a good yeah. amount. I've been studying astrology for years, and I found a lot in that guide. And I think yeah. that says...
0: I think it's beautiful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really pretty book, too.
1: Um, what about you? I've been into um, the app for Sanctuary World. Mm. Uh, so I followed them on social media before their app came out, and that recently debuted. And it's like a daily horoscope thing. Yeah. I like it because I feel like there are certain... Horoscope and zodiac apps that like their thing now is to say something really controversial and shady at you mm. on a notification to like get your <laughs> attention, <laughs> right? And I really hate that shit, it feels manipulative. It's, it is manipulative, where yeah. Sanctuary is just like, Hey, your daily horoscope's here, why don't you check it out? Exactly. And you go in and it gives you like just a nice little snippet, it gives you like a little bit deeper into that, it gives you like a daily emoji. To I love harness, it, which I love, I love so much. And then it provides like what they call like starry-eyed news. And it's like something celebrity or pop culture related to astrology for that day. I think that's fucking beautiful. And so that's all the free stuff that you can get. And then they have like all these paid portions of like dig into all of your planets. Dig into what the planets mean as well as what yours mean. Talk live to an astrologer. So like they have all of these places you can go with it if you want to. Um, That's really nice. But I've been enjoying their content a lot because I feel like it's informative and entertaining without, like, coming after me.
0: Yeah, you're right about that. There's a few apps that I have that I won't name, mm-hmm. but y'all can DM me. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the scoop. Um, there's a few that are just like, today has a lot of
1: omens. Click to find out. And you're like, well, shit. Yeah.
0: Thanks for fucking my day up. Or,
1: like, today's the day to actually be honest with that person. Or, like... I,
0: it's yeah, it's, I'm it's like it's like today you face. might find yourself in a difficult predicament regarding your finances It's just it, it feels very cheap. Yeah, it's a cheap grab at your emotions and your curiosity. Yeah. In a way that's not empowering and I think that's something about astrology that me and you feel is that it, it can be a tool for wellness and learning and self exploration in an empowering way and not in a way that's like, well, my horoscope told me like I'm going to get broken up with. And yeah. it's like, well, it's not quite that. That's fucking simple. Yeah,
1: exactly exactly. It's just not
0: that simple. Um, exactly. Anyway, we can, yeah. you know, it could be an ending, but something that is reborn and rebirthing and reblossoming, mm-hmm. and that you need to you need to feed and water and pay attention to, and that's really the secret. Instead yeah. of it being like you will
1: suffer and grieve, yeah, it's just not that simple. Yeah. Um, so I've been into their app, Sanctuary World. Look them up. Um, I've also been into as far as like um, physical objects in my life, um, the Stationery Company, Bear and Fig. Uh, who yes. I have a tie to, I do have a connection to them, but I'm I am uh, talking about it like something with them that I had nothing to do with. So um, they released these new pencils called the Oracle pencil, and like the entire I love it. <laughs> the entire photo shoot for it is all tarot based, and what it is is like you know six sided pencil like a standard pencil, but it has all of the answers on each side from like the magic eight ball, oh, you know, nice. so like try again or like not today or answer unclear and the idea is that like you can use your pencil as a fortune teller to like ask a question roll your pencil across the desk and see what comes up oh and my goodness! as a writer and as a magical person like i love the connection between those two absolutely acts the and divination two, yes. and the writing yeah yeah so the baron figs oracle pencil has been like really hot for me lately
0: i think it's really beautiful also baron fig makes really nice journals and stationary in general so if you need something to keep your you know
1: notes about your big three in yeah. you know that's also like, that's if you just place. want to support a company that's independent and not like and they
0: plant a tree for everything they sell
1: it's true for every hardcover book they sell okay but they're that's, not moleskin they're not like a faceless nameless corporation they're like small company anyway enough of that okay <laughs> um lisa your book light magic for dark times which did really well and is doing really well, um. Was like out of stock for a short time. Yeah, and now
0: finally is back on the market. So it's in its second printing, which is really really amazing. Congratulations! And thank you. Super exciting. I'm very grateful for that. Um, but it it's been off the market for a while. You can find it some places, but not very many. But right now it's at its lowest cost on Amazon. I think it's fifteen bucks, fifteen thirty one. Um, it's restocked at Barnes and uh, Waterstones and all the places in. Canada, New Zealand, Australia, America, and the UK. Um, and, of course, indie stores, which I would rather you support. They probably are getting restocked right now. So it takes them longer to get the stuff, but yeah. if you can, you should always support your local Always indie. support the locals, even though it might be a little more expensive, but... I get it. I get it either way. No judgment in yep. either direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, light magic for dark times is basically a book of rituals for self love and self care and regeneration and healing and also shadow work. So, um, yeah, I wanted to let you guys know that it's being restocked right now, so you can get your hands on it. Exciting. Yeah. Uh, what are you listening to right now? Oh, I feel like I'm nonstop listening to Billie Eilish. Me too. Billie <laughs> Eilish is like i love it i love it so
1: much it's so dark and so deep and so sweet and, and i'm like old enough to be her mom yeah. and yet i'm relating to everything she says which Every is thing. i don't not i'm not used to that experience uh, i thought she was a scorpio just from like the right. darkness of the second album but we looked it up and she's not she's a sag yeah she's how do you sag. feel about that i feel strange about it
0: i would love to know her full chart yeah it's hard because you can't always rely on yeah the you internet. can't usually get accurate information online. But I think of that video of hers for when the party's over, when she drinks the black liquid. Yeah. And I've thought of it in many ways. One is that she internalizes the darkness and it fully takes over because the floor turns black after she drinks it. And the other way I think about it is that she's able to take it and make something beautiful out mm-hmm. of it.
1: Yeah. Um, so it's, almost, it's, it's, it's either or, which I find very Scorpio. It depends on how you interpret like the beginning of the video where she's like considering drinking it because it yeah. looks like she doesn't want to but she kind of can't help it or you could like interpret it as somebody's making her yeah. or you can interpret it as like this is good for me and s- I need to. Yes. There's like so many ways that you can look yeah. at the inter- which I love. I like that I it's love it open interpretation not insulting people's intelligence right. and like spoon-feeding them like a metaphor. I know. Um it's so it's good. good. It's a Scorpio. Oh,
0: it's so good. It's just music is like so soft and so heartfelt and she's Mm -hmm. got such a great voice yeah and i just love her
1: well speaking of celebrities um oh are we going to our yeah my favorite portion yeah that you're you're the the thing that we do anyway (laughs) the thing that we do when we're not
0: recording a podcast is make andy guess everybody's (laughs) signs.
1: denise got back to us by the way oh really it's
0: justin timberlake (laughs) I remember the conversation now. So, for some context, you guys, <laughs> we <laughs> this is ridiculous. We had a night out, and boy, did we the other night, um, <laughs> where we were out drinking with our friend Denise, a poet, and we apparently had this really long, intense, amazing conversation, in which Andy correctly guessed someone's heart, her, someone's sign. And I guess we remembered it being a really amazing conversation, but we couldn't remember who it was about. So we, t- <laughs> <laughs> so we texted our friend Denise, and she let us know that it was about Justin Timberlake. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's which a- is sort of a letdown. Yeah. In terms of... I know. I thought it was going to be epic. <laughs> yeah. I, we were discussing him in some capacity, and, and I, of course we were like, what's his sign? And I was like, he's an Aquarius, immediately. And, and then it was argued, <laughs> and then it was looked up, and then it was... Wow. Well, yeah, solidified the at that at that moment in time, it felt very important, <laughs> <laughs> and you weren't wrong, right? Because okay. I wouldn't have guessed Aquarius. Let's get for him. Let's get speaking of the moment. Let's come back to the moment. All right, okay. Who, who, who are you thinking about? Okay, 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 okay. I have been listening
0: to Nicki Minaj nonstop. Well, correct since like forever and yeah. since our last episode.
1: Please, 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 please tell me what you think. Nicki okay. is um, Nicki Minaj to me. She's got Libra in her chart somewhere. I know. She has to. And she has to have Aquarius because of, like, all the friggin' like, crazy shit she comes up with. And, like, her rainbow colors and her just, like, audacity. Her accents. But... Yeah. But... I feel fire for her because Mm. she is so upfront. She is so, like, my way or the highway. Like, I am in charge of this shit. Yeah. Like, see me now. Feel my power. I'm, I'm... gonna guess Sagittarius or Aries. I love that. Well let's let's see. Okay. She's a sad. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that too. I can see her like. <laughs> I can see her also just being like, I'm obsessed with you right this second, and then I'm going to disappear. Gonna yeah. That's why
0: they're my least favorite people. Just the next.
1: to the next, On just so to so next you know. is
0: Sagittarian's way. Somebody I wanted to bring up in the podcast, because I always want to bring up a writer and someone that we are influenced and inspired by. Mm-hmm. And I thought this would be, you know, just someone I've been reading recently as mm-hmm. I, as I, you know, sometimes revisit old books of poetry
1: Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou, wow. Okay, first of all, like the first poet that was alive at the time that I ever liked. The first poet I ever read was Edgar Allan Poe. The second poet I ever read was Maya Angelou. Um, I am am gut feeling Aries. And if I'm wrong, I'll die wrong. (laughs) I I just, she, like, it just speaks to me. Exactly what do you think about her as an Aries? I think of her as like uh, an originator. Um, like a powerful beginner of things mm-hmm. um, you know Aries is the first sign of Zodiac and they just like forcefully like show up and they're like yeah. I am here pay attention to me I have something to say and but they also away. Have, like, they also have like a childlike playfulness like to the other side of their, mm-hmm. their, of their presentation um, but they're just oh, they're just like they get shit done they get it done fast they are not to be like you have to pay attention to yeah. them. Uh, we listened to, I could be way off the mark. You're gonna come back and be like, She's a Virgo, and I'll be like, Okay, I'll figure that shit out. But uh-oh. my immediate, my witchy self says Aries. Well, okay, I'm gonna tell you the internet okay. tells me. We really need, we really need, we need like, uh, a were a drum you looking line. it up while I was talking? Yeah, what is it? She's an Aries. <gasps> no, she's a fucking like, <laughs> honestly, you guys, you should see us over here. Andy
0: is never no. wrong, yeah, yeah, really. She's an Aries, okay, can you believe it? <laughs> I all just right. it's here
1: season. Maybe I just felt like we need this like a spirit.
0: hotline for people to call it. Damn in. it. We actually should have a hotline. We should have that a opens up during podcast hours. Oh God. That'd be scary and amazing.
1: All right, okay, okay,
0: next one. All right. Um so I wanted to talk about I was thinking about someone that was like someone our generation would know and love and like who we all looked up to and found to be fucking cool and rad. Like maybe a little less irrelevant today, but totally still earned her place in awesomeness forever. Um, Gwen Stefani.
1: Gwen Stefani?
0: Yeah. I wanted okay. to do
1: some nineties, like. Yeah. You know? I mean, she presents as like bubble and air. She does present as bubble and uh, air. There's so and, much air. And there. she's like so good at like her fashion, which I feel like is air too. Um I know, and she
0: Like I guess Tragic Kingdom felt a little more Fiery.
1: Yeah, but I, I don't Her fashion I I don't I feel like Gemini yeah. Like, she has that, um, like that can talk her way out of anything. She's got a quip for everything. She's witty. That's She's trash. She's multiple She's layers. Moment, yes. And, like, we don't really know her private self. No, and, like, not at Gemini's all. Gemini's twinning has that, like, public self. We and really private don't self. know her private self. Right. Yeah. But I feel Gemini. I feel
0: air. Yeah. And what explain why she went from Gavin Rosdale to this country you dude? Like, who
1: she was? Blake Blake Shelton? Ugh. Jesus Christ. Sorry guys. Sorry, get it together. Sorry, anybody. What, who... what, so what is what's Gwen? You've been looking her up.
0: Yeah, she's a Libra. Okay. So oh, okay. so we were not wrong. Not wrong. We had the
1: element totally, correct. and and like
0: <laughs> Libra makes sense. Mm-hmm. It makes sense.
1: Libra being like okay, so she her fashion and her beauty. I was not giving her enough credit for her like physical presentation as a Libra. Okay, that totally makes sense.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna play two minutes. Of a song. No, two minutes is a no, very long one, time. No, one second.
1: <laughs> you're not playing two minutes of anything.
0: Oh, you remember? This is like my first album, besides Fiona Apple. I hear those notes. And you just, and you're, I just you're back there. You're I'm in just it. back there. You're in it. There was a few small things that Gwen did throughout her time as a musician that i felt were a little fucked up
1: but well,
0: who doesn't though but i'm doesn't? sorry
1: like and i'm not excusing no no please no, understand not like, excusing it was before she <sighs> was told i think and before she yeah. learned and took the time we to also run. just live in a much more aware environment now like right now people have no excuse but like right. 20 years ago people had i'm glad that we're having blind spots i'm really glad things are out in the open and we can like call yeah. people on their shit now definitely but you know and I'm not saying, like, if you were raised 20 years ago, you're allowed to be, like, whatever. No. But I'm just saying, uh, I hope that she's grown and become... Yeah. I hope that she's grown, too. More woke. And, you know, our generation... Woke, which is a term I'm using as a white person that's not even a white person term. <laughs> it was coined by black people, in, like, in the civil rights movement. And even using that term, like, as we do, just, like, throwing it out as slang is questionable. Right. But the essence of what it means is what we all need to be. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Thank yeah. you. No, yeah, okay. of course. So, so Okay, we need, we're at the end of this episode. Really quickly, Rihanna Lyric. Ooh, We okay. always do a Rihanna Lyric. My,
0: right. I wanted to do sticks and stones may break my bones, but chains and whips excite me. Oh, the Scorpio From, wants yeah. that lyric.
1: <laughs> I love it. I oh, just, my goodness. I know. Okay. So. From S&M. From S&M, and I was just going to bring up the point that I think, so she, Rihanna's a Pisces, Pisces queen, um, with an Aries moon, water and fire girl, I feel you, I feel you so the hard. The watery sexuality. But the watery sexuality, like, okay, everybody knows Scorpios are, like, sex people. We are, yeah. yeah. That's, like, what you're known for. We're the for. sex people. You're, you're reduced into even just being that. But, but we're so good at it. I'm going <laughs> to, like, humble brag about, and it's not even about me, it's about, like, The signs. But Cancer and Pisces, the other water signs, are like the secret kinksters of Mm -hmm. the zodiac. They're Mm -hmm. just usually not very forward about it. Right. But um we don't get that we don't get credit for that. But if you think about the fact that like the whole point of the water is to dive deep, where do our kinks live? They live like way down underneath our public persona. Um and beneath our polite selves and beneath our um civilized selves. Not that kink is uncivilized. And I say kink in, like, a very broad way. I mean, like... No, of course. Like I, mean, I I know. Freak I know. sex. Nasty sex. Dirty sex. sex fun that, sex. Like, sex
0: that we've been, like, conditioned to think of as, like, a need to be private or that we've been told
1: is weird and stigmatized yes. when mm-hmm. really it's
0: just sexuality. But
1: I'm straight up, as a fact, telling the world that water signs are here for that shit.
0: Water signs are here for it. And, like, Rihanna being that Pisces queen that she is, sex and stones may break my bones but chains and whips excite me. Like... Fucking love it. You can yeah. you can bring on the darkness, my friends, uh-huh. and like we're gonna
1: take it and turn it into something sexy Transform it into something beautiful and yeah. like orgasmic on a level that you may not have even realized was possible. Thank you, we Rihanna. I love it. Thank you, Rihanna.
0: So, so with that note, mm-hmm. we hope that you can turn some of your darkness into something beautiful. Yes. Um on this Libra full moon. Hmm. And we really appreciate you listening. We're sitting in at under an hour this time around.
1: Thank God. We're trying. We're trying, guys. Like we have guys, so much to on, say. On, end it. <laughs> so find us on Twitter. Get at us with Astrolushes. Find mm-hmm. us with your big three. We'll respond to you. We'll talk to you. Send us any questions. Uh, rate the podcast if you've listened to it. Um, we're going to be up on Instagram soon, and we're going to have a website evening. very soon. Very soon. It's yeah. all coming. It's all happening. Thank you
0: all so much. We love you so much, and have a beautiful evening. Happy full moon. Yay.
1: Bye.